Welcome to the Sunshine Bridge, a show which shares the different perspectives and stories of those who live and work in Louisiana and highlights those who better their community. I'm Elizabeth Eads. Sometimes all it takes is a smile, a few kind words, or maybe a lighthearted conversation to make your day better. If you know Marisol Ramos of Baton Rouge, you know all too well how uplifting and important these actions can be. She's resided in Louisiana for 27 years, arriving here after fleeing Cuba during the 1994 Cuban immigration crisis. Following political unrest within her country, the subsequent escalation of tensions between the U.S. and Cuba, a mass exodus out of Cuba was taking place. Marisol and her family were among the 32,000 refugees that found themselves at Guantanamo Bay, awaiting the chance to leave Cuba for a life in the United States. She shared with me some of her experience in her migration and how she and her family have built their life here in the States. My husband and my two daughters and 20 more people in the boat for four days we stay in the sea. And then we came to Grand Cayman, Cayman. Uh-huh, Grand Cayman Islands. We stayed there in the refuge for three and a half months. And then we had to come into the... Um, Guantanamo Bay because President Clinton in 1994 he, he say the Cuban people was there in Cayman need to go to Guantanamo Bay to come into the United States uh-huh. and then we fly to uh, they put the fly and everything for every Cuban people want to go to Guantanamo Bay and, and then we stayed there in Guantanamo Bay for four and a half months um, what was it like while you were there for four and a half months at the um, refuge? Good, was okay. Was better, a lot better than than Gran Cayman because in Gran Cayman was not really was okay. But the it's really small. Yeah, there. more uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And Guantanamo Bay was already American place, you know. And, uh-huh. The marina was so nice with everybody, nice, sweet. So, like, I've been to Grand Cayman once, um, and it was really expensive. Uh-huh. Um, did you find it that way compared to Cuba at that time? Or, like, how was it as far as paying for things? Was it no, more no, no. Or? We don't need to pay for nothing in Guantanamo, in okay. Grand Cayman either. Okay, because of refuge. What refuge, yeah. Okay. They... They give you the food for everybody, but sometimes was not really uh, fresh mm-hmm. food. And Guantanamo Bay was better, yeah, a lot better. Okay. Uh, how, how many people were there in Guantanamo Bay? Uh, yeah, 32,000 Cuban people when, when we get there. And everybody there was waiting to... Uh-huh, to come in here to, okay. to this country. Okay, wow. You had to wait four and a half months. What did you do during that time? How did you reach the point where they said, okay, it, now you can go? Yeah, we, uh, we was in the thing, carping, uh, thing, the tent, like yeah. 15 people in one thing. Okay. Sleeping in the catres, ¿cómo se dice? ¿Qué tipo de...? Lo que usan los militares, the military people. Oh, sometimes. like a, a cot? Yeah. A, a cot, okay. yeah, okay. In, in the daytime, we, they have a, a church, 
Uh, there are some in, uh, classes for learning English, and we stay there. For four and a half months? For four and a half months. The, they give you the food, and the military food, you know, the... the are the MREs? The marini food, where they put... Uh, it's like a... Mm, it's like in a packet yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, those are MREs, yeah. I like it. I used to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it, that food. Yeah. <laughs> and fruit we have a fruit we have a um you know it's american place they have a, a lot of different right. good food to eat <laughs> right 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 so how was it that um how was it that it was decided that it was your turn to come to the united states because you had to wait there were thirty-two thousand oh, yeah. people yeah every were... every day they they interview a lot of family, maybe 100 family, every day. And they do the blood test and everything. And that day they say, okay, in two weeks you're ready to go. Every day is a different flight to, to Miami because mm -hmm. it was 32,000 people there. Right. And finally we, they say June 4th, 1995, we fly to, to Miami. To Miami. And you were telling me that they, they gave priority to certain people. Oh, yeah. For, it's be, uh, for, for older people, like 70, 65-year-old, 70 or 80. Mm -hmm. And for, if they disease, have a disease or something, or they... And babies, mm -hmm. little. You you had two babies with you um, when you were there. My daughter, my older daughter, she was seven, mm -hmm. seven year old, and the baby Yuri was. Uh, when we escaped from Cuba, she was six months. And that time when we came, because in, in Gran Cayman we stayed three and a half months, and then we came to Guantanamo Bay. Yuri was already a year old mm -hmm. when we fly to Miami right okay yeah. and so you got on the you got on the plane and you came to Miami what did you think of Miami and the U.S. when you got here we're so happy we we say oh we're happy we the freedom <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we love we like it here uh -huh. yeah. and but you didn't stay in Miami only one week only one week and then we we came to the immigration they bring a bus and pick me up and my husband and my children and they, to go to the immigration office. And they say, mm, they're thinking about bringing us to Oregon. To Oregon, <laughs> yeah. Oregon. Wow. And my husband say, oh, no, bro, that's on the north. And he don't want to go there because, you know, with the snow and the cold weather, we're not used to live in the cold weather. And he say, it's better in the south where I can work. Uh -huh. better every day because he has to the family the children uh -huh. yeah yeah <laughs> and therefore we came to louisiana baton rouge okay and so then you got to louisiana um did you have i guess maybe what were your first impressions of louisiana when you got here i like it here because it's really different from miami yeah but and you know because we stay only one week in miami and uh -huh. the the visiting house only one week but uh, we like my husband say he, they say if you want to stay in miami and my husband say no mm -hmm. because he 
he came to this country and he would like to learn more English. He like a, So he wanted the experience. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to try Because this out. Because he say he, he came to the United States and he wanted to learn English. If you were staying in Miami, it's difficult because there everybody speaks Spanish. Right, right. And therefore we decided coming to, to the South. And so you came to Louisiana and uh, what was your first job here? Doing babysitting uh -huh. for the la the the lady they have a, the business of flooring. My husband start working with this his company. Right, and so what did he do when he was uh, in Cuba? What did what did you both do when you were in Cuba? I was doing neon, mm -hmm. and my husband was a photographer. Okay, and but whenever he got here, he wasn't he wasn't doing photography anymore. No. Okay. No, because the English for him it was so difficult in that for okay. he decided looking for another What type of photography was it that he was doing? Like a wedding, birthday party, uh -huh. um, So the first job that you had was babysitting. But you're doing nails now, so can you tell me a little bit about how how it happened that you wound up doing nails again? Oh, yeah. Uh, I went to the school of cosmetology in 1997 because I thinking I want to do nail again here. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then uh, for the school one year and then I'm having my license and I started working in the salon for nine years. Okay. And why didn't you do nails when you first got here? Because I know I need to go to the school for, for my license. I don't want to, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to start with no license because I want to go to the salon, uh -huh. working in the salon first. Right. I don't want to working with no, no license. Uh -huh. So after being here for a couple of years, you did go to get your license. Yeah. Um, And how was the school? Because like you already knew how to do nails, so. Oh yeah, it was not difficult. The more difficult was my, to understand the teacher in English. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I have a, a friend there in the school. She was a student like me, with me. And she, she understand English. And oh. she, she helped me a lot, yeah. That's really good. Um, okay, and so then you got your license, and then you started working in the salons, and yes. um, I don't remember when it was that I met you, but I want to say it was maybe somewhere in 2000, somewhere in there? Maybe. I don't remember yet. Long time ago. <laughs> It's been a while, so yeah, um, and I've, you know, I've seen you uh, do nails at different salons, And now you do it at home and yeah. you have your own clients here. Yeah. Um, how has that transition been? It's, it's good. I like it here in my house because like that has time to, to do my thing in my house, to cook in between clients. Mm. And because when I was working in the salon, I stay all day in the salon and I don't have time to do nothing in my house. Uh -huh. <laughs> But I like it here. I like it here because I'm... I'm feeling good in my house and do my climb. And it always feels really relaxed here. Yeah. And even, well, I don't know how it was for you, but for for 
anyone that came in to get their nails done, even when we were at a salon with you, it always felt really, really calm or at least really happy. Yeah. Um, just a really fun and nice experience. Um, how do you how do you create that experience? Because it's always so nice and so fun. I oh, thank you. I don't know. I'm, I feel good here and I like that. I'm, huh. I'm happy all the time. I'm dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be nice with my client because I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um and your husband seems to have done really well with his flooring yes. business. Thank God. Um so it it looks like you guys have kind of achieved the American dream, really. Yes, uh-huh. that is true. Yeah. Um, I guess, what was it like in Cuba before before you left? What was it like then? Uh, there, we we was okay. But, um, and I was so happy because I had my family there. And it's not easy to let Cuba with your family there. But I'm, I'm glad I came with my husband and my two daughters. Mm-hmm. But I was unhappy living there because the communist, communist? communism? Uh-huh. That uh-huh. is not, it's not, it's not really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say. Uh-huh. No, that's <laughs> fine. Um, but here, um here here you've had a lot of time where that's not it, that's not the case or anything um i guess maybe just like what do you like about the united states because here we have the freedom we can work we can work whatever we want to work and I can help my my family in Cuba too. I can send money to my family in Cuba because they need it. And here is, it's a good place. I like it. I like it here. And I don't know. There are so, a lot of things I would like to say, but I don't know. Here we have a lot of freedom. That is important than Cuba. In Cuba, we don't have freedom of speech. Uh-huh. And we have it here. The life is different. We have a Everything here we we can buy. If we work, we have the, the thing. In Cuba, you work and work and work, and you cannot have nothing because, I don't know, everything is so difficult in Cuba. Here at this point uh, in in Louisiana or in the United States, like just, it's kind of like you, you, you kind of have built up a little bit of the American dream here. Yeah, like I, true. I really feel like that really is the yes. case for your family. Um, so at this point, you know, you are doing you are doing nails still, and you know, you yeah. do them as kind of on your terms, you know. And people come, and we have such a nice experience. Like I was yeah. telling you, <laughs> um, what are your your plans now? Because I understand you have. You have grandchildren and all of that stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm so glad I do my, my client here in my house because I do babysitting too sometimes. If I need to cancel a client, I say, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I need to do babysitting for my grandchildren. Sometimes when my daughter needs, they need some vacation and, or doctor appointment. 
Mm-hmm. Now is not, I'm not doing to move a city because now they go into the school. Oh, uh-huh. But I'm being busy with my grandchildren sometimes, yeah, but uh, now only one is the only one go to the care, the mm-hmm. little one. Uh-huh. Mm, the, but I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying my grandchildren too. I like to do baby city. Okay. And do you, do you go back to Cuba sometimes to visit? Yes, yeah. I'm trying going to Cuba uh, to see my man. For two and a half years, I'm not been there because for the COVID and but I'm thinking about in two or three months I want to I want to be there to one month uh-huh. just for two weeks right I want to go um and when you go to Cuba how how is it how like how do you see it when I'm going to Cuba um, uh it's okay I'm I'm good to go because now I'm American citizen from here and I don't have a problem to go uh-huh. And I'm going there and visit all my family and staying with my mom mm-hmm. for two weeks. And, and a lot of Cubans go back and forth. Yes. Point, yeah. If they're legal here, they can go and, and coming again. Uh-huh. And so you're just able to have a good visit. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. Do you miss it? Huh? Do you miss Cuba? Yeah, I miss my family. Uh-huh. But, I, you know, for after 27 here in this country, we are ready um how you say we are ready used to be here mm-hmm. and i told to my family now in the phone and sometimes we can see each other for the phone uh-huh. on zoom and stuff like yeah. that yeah that sounds nice that is good, yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay well thank you so much for talking with me welcome elizabeth i'm sorry for my english (laughs) your english is fine no thank you so much i think your story is wonderful (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) i'm so grateful to marisol for giving me this interview especially in english because i wanted to share a story with you and i know that a lot of people don't speak spanish I've created another episode, which is basically the same interview, but for that one, we did it in Spanish, which is the language Marisol feels most comfortable expressing herself. I wanted to accommodate for that, and I also want to share it with those who do speak Spanish. There are transcripts of the show available in the program description, and I've included a translation of the Spanish interview if it interests you to listen or to take a look. This is The Sunshine Bridge, a show dedicated to sharing community and the people who make it better. Show music is by Arnav Srivastav, and I'd like to dedicate this show to my old co-host Juan Frankis from La Torre de Babel, a Spanish-English show that we did together many years ago. And I also want to give a crucial thanks to my mom, Maria Rosa, for giving my translations a double check and, yes, correcting them. (laughs) Moms are important, very important. If you have comments or questions, please send the show an email at thesunshinebridge at gmail.com. Much love, everyone. (laughs) 